Welcome to the C12 Podcast. C12 is a college and young adult ministry where 20-somethings at 12 Stone Church gather on Thursday nights. We hope you are encouraged and guided by today's message. Hey, this is, this is why we gather. This is why we're here. It's why we're set up like in the middle of the room. We don't want to put on a show or try to make it something that it's not, but... Maybe God's doing in something in your life and something that we specifically prayed over uh, in the beginning of the night that, hey, maybe God would just tug on people's hearts who have never gone public with their faith. And God answered that prayer. And maybe maybe that's you coming into tonight and and, and, and you've been wondering like, man, I'm, I'm, I really want to take this whole Jesus thing seriously. And maybe throughout hearing people's stories that God's tugging on your heart to take that next step in faith. Maybe you've been following Jesus for a while now and, and maybe you just feel like there's just reasons why you don't feel like you can go public with your faith. Maybe you don't feel like you're ready yet. You don't feel like you're mature enough in your faith yet. You don't feel uh, uh, adequate enough. You don't feel like you've been following Jesus long enough. You don't you feel like there's too much shame over your past. I'm here to tell you, hey, if you believe in Jesus and, 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 and you know you profess him as your Lord and Savior, when you go public with your faith, all you're saying is just that public declaration of like, this is my faith in Jesus. It doesn't matter how long you've been following him, as long as you know that, hey, He's your Lord and Savior. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have everything all together, what it means to, to go public with your faith. And maybe that's you. And we want to give room. And hey, we got stuff. And it's always a little kind of a what we call holy chaos. And, and, and we got supplies maybe for you. You've never taken that step. And hey, find Justin. Find Keely. Find a volunteer. We'd love to help you take that next step. Love to celebrate with you. But tonight, we just want to... Um, I want to take a couple seconds. Well, every communicator says that, right? <laughs> and it's like 40 minutes later, and you're like, you lied to me. You, you, it wasn't a couple seconds. Maybe a couple minutes, a couple hours. Uh, we'll be here until 11. <laughs> Just kidding. That was funny. You're supposed to laugh at that one. Relax. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you're like, is he serious? <laughs> um, but I, I want to go over something tonight. I think it's going to set the tone for the rest of the year. Uh, and, and obviously inside tonight, and maybe you're new to 12 Stone, and if you don't know our vision, I just want to throw it up on, on the screen really quick. This is, this is just why we exist. It's why we exist as a church. This is why we exist, honestly, as a ministry. It says it's because of the rescuing hand of Jesus. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I want to unpack literally more clearly kind of what this means for us as young adults. Because of the rescuing hand of Jesus, we pursue personal transformation one life at a time. One life at a time. This is why we exist as a church. This is why we're here. This is why 30 plus years ago, hey, God put a calling on our founding senior pastor, Kevin Myers, to come plant a church to go ahead and reach spiritually unresolved people. And you know what? Year after year after year, God's been encountering people and he's been changing lives. And it's all because it's literally because of Jesus. And it's one, it's one life at a time. If I could just dumb it down a little bit to make it more clear, more concise, it's, it's this right here. It's just we pursue the one. Go ahead and take a picture of it. If you want to pull out your journal, you want to pull out something in your notes, you want to go ahead and write something down. This, I just want to make it very simple for us as a ministry, very simple for us as, as college students and as young adults. Hey, this is why we exist. We, we pursue the one. We pursue the one. Doesn't matter if it's here on a Thursday night. Doesn't matter if it's on your sports team. Doesn't matter if it's in your job. Doesn't matter uh, if it's at, at a Publix or a grocery store. It doesn't matter if it's inside your own family. Hey, we exist to pursue the one. We as followers of Jesus exist to pursue the one. Now, I know where a lot of us are at. Maybe some of us has different, different upbringings. We wrestled through church hurt. Maybe you're deconstructing things in your faith. You're trying to figure out where all this stuff fits. 
you're trying to wonder like, hey, is, is, is the church legit? And more importantly, like our young adults who really profess that Jesus is Lord, like are they actually legit? Do they actually, are they going to practice what they preach? Are they actually going to live out what they say? You ever ask that question? You, like, you wonder, like, man, are, are, like, are, are people really going to, like, are they going to mean what they say? Like, if I show up tonight, maybe that was you as a first-time guest. You showed up, and you're like, dude, I don't know. Like, are they actually going to mean what they say? Are they actually going to, like, are they going to practice what they preach? Maybe you're coming in, you're having a struggle with community. You've been burned by the church. You've been hurt by other people. I want you to know, hey, we exist to pursue the one. We're never going to be perfect, but we're always going to choose excellence and what it means to pursue the one. You've been around 12 Stone. You heard Jason talk about Daymaker. How many got to be a part of the Daymaker series across all campuses? Come on. Some of you guys got the Daymaker swag on already. Repping all the Daymaker merch. <laughs> How good. <laughs> so good. So glad you asked. You cheater, you liar, you put on the 12 stone hat, you can't say that. <laughs> but as a, honestly, the, the whole point of, of really wrapping inside that series is what does it look like to love with no strings attached? That Jesus made people's day before he made them new. He'd go out of their way to, to make someone's day so that way they would become made new. And for us as young adults, we're about to enter in starting next week going over a series on the fruit of the Holy Spirit because you know what? Everybody's always questioning whether it's really genuinely in you, whether it's really authentic in you. You know how you're going to find if someone's really following Jesus? It's the fruit of the Spirit because that's evidently pouring out of them. If the fruit of the Spirit is not pouring out of you, I'd really question whether you had an encounter with God or not. You just might have had some emotional encounter with yourself. You have to have a moment where you have an encounter with the living God because the byproduct is the fruit. Look at, look at what Jesus says. This is found in the, in the gospel. This is found in Matthew. It says, there we go. <laughs> Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves, ravenous wolves. You will know them by their what? You'll know them by their what? You'll know them by their fruits. You're like, dang, bro, chill out. Known as ravenous wolves. And you might be walking around like, I don't see a lot of false prophets. I don't see a lot of people like uh, trying to proclaim this stuff. But what he's really getting at is he's saying, hey, the, what they're displaying on outwardly is not what's true inwardly. That their life does not match their quote unquote ministry. Their life doesn't match what they actually go live. And the invitation over this whole next series and what it means to actually bear the fruit. Let me just demonstrate it this way. How many of you, like, you grew up, like, you love fruit snacks? Like, do that, oh man, for me, I was a big Welch's guy. Uh, uh, I was picky as a kid. I was like, I want the brand name stuff, you know? I got mad at my mom, because we'd always buy the groceries from Aldi, and like the off-brand Doritos, like Clancy's tortilla chips, and I'm like, mom, no one eats those. They taste like cardboard. Uh, and we always get like the, the fruit snacks that were not Welch's. Uh, uh, I was a, I was so, I was such a rude kid. <laughs> Be grateful, Alex. Um, but I, I loved, I loved Welch's. And then over, over, you know, I feel like over the years, like you never like stop being out of like the kid phase. I sometimes still eat like a two-year-old child. Uh, I'll have like goldfish and, and fruit snacks. How many resonate with like, yeah, you eat like a kid. Like you're like still to this day, you're like, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> amen. Come on, can I get amen on that? You eat whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we're all like two years from now, like my life sucks. <laughs> Should have changed this. <laughs> um, and, and, and now you feel like, okay, now we're in like this kind of phase of life where it's like the health kick. Everyone's like wondering like, what's inside like ingredients now? 
it gluten-free, non-GMO? Is it like whatever is in it? And, and the thing with fruit snacks, you're like, well, it's like, it, it looks like fruit. It tastes like fruit. Uh, and growing up, I, you know, I always read the things that's made with real fruit. And you're like, mom, it's, it's real fruit. I'm literally eating a strawberry. It's the same thing. And, and I'm looking at it I'm like, it's made with real fruit. The thing like with our fruit snacks, obviously you know this, you're not dumb, like it's not made with like a ton of real fruit. There's just things inside of it that you're like, it's just a bunch of fake processed sugar. But every time you eat it, you're like, I feel like I'm eating healthy. I feel like, you know, it looks like fruit, it tastes like fruit, it acts like fruit. And I feel like a lot of times in our world, some people have this encounter with church that like, man, it kind of looks like Jesus. It kind of acts like Jesus. It kind of portrays itself as Jesus. But it's the difference between having a facade versus actually bearing the fruit. It's a difference between like this facade. A facade is just like this outward demonstration of like, it looks like it. It acts like it. It tastes like it but it doesn't actually bear the fruit. And I think there's a really great danger that we can kid ourselves and we feel like there's this kind of fruit snack anointing on our life. And then we keep going all the way across and we understand that, you know what? Maybe outwardly, I'm just putting on a facade and inwardly, I'm not bearing any fruit. But you see this in in Galatians. I want you to read this next verse says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, it's joy, It's peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is the evidence of you having a relationship with Jesus. These things have to be pouring out of you. This has to be the demonstration. When you actually have an encounter with God, you're going to bear these things, that you're actually going to have love. And even in that song that we sing, that, you know what, I still got joy in chaos. I still bear this, even though the world around me is just utter chaos, I still have joy, I have peace, that makes no sense. These are the fruits of the spirit that we bear. And this is what we're gonna be unpacking. And we're gonna have a more candid conversation over the next several weeks of what does it mean to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Because this might be our most powerful and most powerful evangelism tool that we have as young adults. Of what it means to actually love someone who culture doesn't love, of what it means to actually have joy when people choose to not have joy, what it means to actually have kindness and goodness and faithfulness. Maybe right now you're just examining, like, is that even true of my life? (laughs) Do I even bear those things? And I want us to step back into worship in a second. Maybe for you, you just gotta internalize that for a second. Maybe you gotta ask yourself, like, is that, do I actually bear those things? Do I actually have those things? Am I demonstrating those? Is that pouring out of me? Is that true of my life? And so before we worship, I just I wanna I wanna take a time and to, to pray over you and we're gonna end. We got one more song, maybe. That's also a joke, you can laugh, it's okay. We're gonna end with a, a song called Gratitude, but I want, you to, I want you to stand in the room and you know you can stand wherever you're at and you can spread out throughout. If you, if you, want, to, if you want to sit, it makes you more comfortable, you can, but we're just gonna step back into the presence of God. And I wanna pray this, even that verse in Galatians 5 over you, that when people know us, when they know us as a ministry, when they know you personally as a follower of Jesus, that man, they would see that, you know what? Yeah, that person, yeah, they, they really, They really know how to love. They really know how to have joy. They know how to have peace. And so I just want to pray before we step back in and we close out the night. And so God, I just, we do. God, I, we're never people that claim to be perfect. 
we're never gonna be perfect. And God, I just pray, maybe the people wrestling in the room that feel like they're just battling perfection, they feel like they, they have to have it all together. They feel like they have to aim, hit the mark every single time. And when they don't hit it, they just utterly failed you. God, I, I just pray, even against the, the, the shame, the struggle of maybe feeling that they can't, like these things can't be true of them. God, we came here tonight because we wanted to have an encounter with you. And, and God, I pray if there's something off about what we bear and how we live and how we act and what we say, God, I pray you bring conviction to those areas. God, I pray you convict us in the way that maybe our lives are being orchestrated, but God, you made it very simple. This byproduct of actually having a relationship with you, well, that's love and it's joy and it's peace. It's forbearance, it's kindness, it's goodness, it's faithfulness, it's gentleness, and it's self-control. And so, God, I pray that would become more true of us as young adults. And so, God, we just pray. God, we ask that you would keep moving in this room. God, work in our hearts. And God, would you come and speak to us? this in your name and everybody said amen amen why don't you go ahead and stand let's let's end in let's end in worship um let's worship well c12 thank you for listening to the c12 podcast today to stay connected with c12 make sure to follow us on instagram at c12 stuff one of the best ways to get connected with others and grow in your relationship with god is jumping into a small group to sign up for small groups, go to 12stone.com slash small groups and search college. We hope to see you next week.